cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Welcome, everybody. It's 6 o'clock. It's Mutiny Radio. It's time for Joe Corkshop here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm joined by all the comedians that don't give a fuck about Memorial Day or the Warriors. They say, suck it, LeBron. We got to do our new jokes. They say, fuck basketball. And uh, this is way more important. So I'm so glad that you're all here. We've got a good lineup of comedians. And remember the way Joe Corkshop works. You get a four-minute set at three minutes. You'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute. That's for new comedians so they can feel like what a minute feels like because sometimes you don't know what a minute feels like. Uh, and then we talk for four minutes and you're up there and you have the microphone. And if you're going to give comments, which I really encourage you to do, make sure you find a microphone because this is a radio show and people listen. Yay. Thousands of people download this. And thank you, listeners. Go to the MutinyRadio.fm website and press that donate button and help us out uh, bringing you great comedy here at Mutiny Radio. So, everybody, the, the more you participate, the better this show is. And um, I'll be taking notes back here, too. Today in the fills, we're listening to Hole uh, because uh, you guys are a whole lot better than Courtney Love. And she got famous, didn't she? All right. Hey, we're going to have your first comedian right now. What a great guy. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Arjen Banerjee. Hey, everybody. Uh, what up? Here's a joke that sounds like I didn't write it. Uh, I mean, I did, which doesn't sound like any of my other jokes. So this might surprise you guys, but I once saw the sal- went to Nevada and shot assault rifles at a shooting range. Uh, it was took about an hour, and it cost about $300, which means that uh, a shooting range is a place you go in Nevada to pe- spend several hundred dollars to feel like a man, which means a shooting range is essentially a whorehouse. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I mean, I thought it was very funny when I wrote it, but I was like, this isn't going to work. Like, I knew when I wrote it, I was like, this sounds like one of those jokes that you think will work because it sounds like a joke. Here's another joke that sounds like a joke, but isn't. I'm bipolar, and it's hard to explain mania to people because uh, it's hard to explain the whole disease to people because I'm like, you know, I want to fix how sad I am, but also I need to fix how happy I am. Uh, they don't really get that, but... uh. Explaining mania is difficult and why it's bad. Because, like, the good part of mania is I have all my best ideas while manic. Uh, the bad part is I have all my worst ideas manic. And then the good... The worst... I'm really off today. I'm going to start the joke from the beginning. Pretend I didn't say it, okay? Everyone see how charming and fun this is. Okay? Everyone be enraptured by me. What's going on? Why am I not enrapturing today? Here's the joke from beginning. The good part of mania is I have all my best ideas while manic. The bad part is I have all my worst ideas while manic. And then the worst part is I can't tell the difference. Huh? Doesn't that sound so much like a... It's got like that rhythm of a joke, but like you're like, there's no punchline. 
That's what it's missing. So everyone, if you're going to think of punchlines, that actually I could help need help on. And I very rarely ask for help uh, when it comes to punchlines. But that I actually do. think. Everyone just think of things. And then here is a different joke that also isn't good. Um, I feel like comedians are like, what if magicians couldn't do magic? Um, oh, here's a new part of a new joke, of an old joke that I really like a lot. I like this, the new part I don't like so much, but the old part is very good. So I'm going to tell it so people will laugh because this isn't going well. I, uh, I got my credit card stolen recently. The thief ended spending up $300 at Ross. Uh, I think they just bought a Ross. Huh? Yeah. Here's the next part of that joke. On the one, I had a pretty mixed feelings about it because on the one hand, they were stealing from me, but on the other hand, they were saving me money. You know, because they're dressing for less of my money. Uh, okay. Dressing for less of my money. Maybe that's funny. Wow. What's going on? I've missed stumbling over my words. I'm like, sound nervous. But I'm not. I shouldn't be. There are f seven of you, and I know six of you, even lower stakes. And I know all of you. What's going on? Anyways, I don't know. Maybe it's just my parents. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, That was weird. I'm going to end it now. And everyone think of punchlines for that last joke, for that joke I asked for punchlines on. Okay. Arjun Banerjee! Yay! All right, we've got microphones conveniently strewn about the room. I have I have a couple things I wrote down first. Shooting range, I think better than whorehouse. I think it's a masturbation joke. Like okay. a home shooting range. All righty then. Duck hunt, something. But you don't really pay for it. No, nah, that's right. It could be like a strip club, but I... Oh, I forgot to say... I forgot to say, because instead of accidentally making a kid, you might accidentally be shot by a kid. Oh, uh, uh, Yeah. Okay. That works in both places, the shooting range and at a at the at the strip club. Yeah. You know, maybe if it's a strip club because you're paying for it and you're still doing the masturbatory thing. Yeah, okay. Because maybe I feel like it's not a good joke. Well, because a shooting range in, indicates that you've got your hand on your dick and you're shooting it in a some direction as opposed to your dick being inside something and randomly shooting. Right? Alrighty then. Okay. Sorry, am I thinking too hard about your masturbation? I just thought it should be a masturbation joke. A circle jerk with bullets. That I like. That's a good one. We're getting somewhere. Good job, everyone. Uh, uh, Lawrence has something. You say uh, fixing how happy you are. Which yeah. Is, in the same respect, you say you're bipolar. Yeah. I think uh, you should go, uh, you're happy because you're bipolar. And I think that would be a way to handle that setup or end punchline at the same time. You're happy because you are bar bipolar and have mania. And how, you know, talk about how ha happy that makes you. Yeah. Unless you are not happy, because it sounded like you said you were happy. How do you fix happy? Yeah, it's... Is that yeah, what you mean? It is a difficult thing to explain, and I guess the word happy is probably not the best way to communicate it, because it is crazy. I mean, I guess that's the main thing, is when you're manic, you're, like, crazy. You feel very happy. Do you feel happy? Right now? I feel happy. Day? I mean, if you... Yeah, I mean, when you say... I think I, I, I took that as truth, that you felt that you're happy. And and it's funny that that you have a, a mental disorder and that makes you happy and that that's it is that's, that's funny. That is that's the funny part, right? That, right. That's yeah. the funny part. So you know, surprise him with the the, the disorder after. You know. I, and, I thought there was a punchline at the end of that when you said I can't tell the difference and I think it needs an extra tag unless I'm on 
blank and fill in the drug. Uh. So it could be a drug joke. And then I felt like you could keep calling back to that, like the $300 at Ross, maybe they bought old prescriptions for whatever at Ross. Or I just thought that you could, if you brought a drug into it for bipolarism, you could keep swinging back to that as like a touchstone. Okay. But I mean, you don't really think about drugs. So that's me putting my, I just thought it would be cool if you brought a drug in. Okay, I'm done. So like I'm bipolar and it makes me happy. And I'm happy to be bipolar, you know? And when other people tell me that there's something wrong with it, I get so fucking up. What? I like was it. that something I should say? Or was that just you? That is, okay, that's also good. That anger and that like, yeah. I, I yeah. was thinking maybe um, if you do get happy, like when you are uh, in that bipolar state, yeah. the manic state, you're like, man, I, and I... I do. I kind of like that. I have my best and worst ideas when I'm manic. But maybe you could be like, I'm chasing the manic state. You know, like I'm. It's like the purple dragon for me. You know, yeah. like I haven't slept in three days. I've been drinking. I've been doing drugs. I'm doing everything I can to get back to the manic state. You know. Yeah. Just a thought. Oh. Oops. We have a little technical snafu. Try a different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll never notice how dicks kind of uh, curve. I like your uh, overall, Arjun. I just like your timing. Yeah, telling <laughs> jokes. Like I think you got great timing. Oh, thanks, Brady. Uh, I had one for like your first. Uh, the first joke that you said was not didn't sound like you were. Uh, if you just like maybe rephrased the thing to like, uh, if I wanted to spend three hundred dollars to feel like a man, I would have gone to a whorehouse. That of. sounds more like me. Thank you very yeah. much. Where's it again? Uh, if I wanted to spend three hundred dollars to feel like a man, I would have gone to a whorehouse. Kind of thing. Oh, off yeah, the Ross joke. Much better. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. much better. Thank you very much. Uh, I love the idea that you have a, like good, your best ideas when you're manic and your worst ideas when you're manic, and you can't tell the difference. Yeah. But I feel like you could even just be specific with what those ideas are. Like I'll have the idea to do this great thing, and then the idea to do this bizarre thing, and I'm like, I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tags. All right. I'm gonna go. I should have brought a piece of paper. You can you can listen to the podcast again, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I also I had an idea for the whorehouse joke. Okay. That you set it up for um you're in Nevada and you're shooting at a shooting range and then I think everyone is probably thinking about whorehouses, but maybe you could find something else that's applicable and kind of have a surprise ending that also applies to that situation. I don't have a an idea, so that's maybe a bad comment on my part. But I was just thinking that that might be a fun surprise. We've gone to the Home Depot. Does that make sense? Because you spend $300 to feel like a man. <laughs> yeah. You have a theme of $300. Bucks. You have it at the whorehouse and at uh, your credit card being stolen at yeah. Ross. The horse races. So. <laughs> what? I, I, I mean, horse I, I, don't, I don't know if that was, is that a true statement? You, you, know, uh, you spent $300 at the shooting range and you got built for $300? I don't remember the cost of the shooting range, but it was $341 at oh. Ross. Okay. <laughs> $341. Yeah, you should say $341 instead of yeah. $300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're trying to punch up the Ross side, I just, yeah. That's a good point. I should start doing them. Or maybe structuring my sets with a meaningful order. You you can care or not care as much as you want to care or not care. It's fine. You're even if you just stand up and you're still funny. So don't worry about it. Wait, Lawrence. Yeah, quick, quick, quick. We gotta move on. I'm I'm done. Oh, thank okay, you. Everybody clap wildly for Arjun Banerjee. Oh.
That's how Joke Workshop works. Yay, everybody. Yay, we all did it together. Your next comedian, he has a show on Mondays at Delirium. Put your hands together for Warhol Kaufman. I'm not a hypochondriac, but I think I am. I just uh, read this news story. They found a werewolf. I think it was in the Pacific Northwest. And they're like showing scientists and I don't know, dog kennel owners. And they're like, do you recognize what kind of dog this is, what kind of wolf this is? And no one has ever seen anything like it. They're like, it's Bigfoot's kid. It's a werewolf. It's a wolf-dog hybrid. I saw a picture of it. The shit looks crazy. It looks like a nightmare Muppet. It's like, it looks like an R.O.U.S. It's pretty wild. So I'm inspired by that. This, uh, the prime, what the defense minister in Canada stepped down a few years ago and admitted that he's been in contact with aliens the whole time. Uh, I'm starting a charity. To help Sade learn a second freaking note. Uh, I'm starting another charity called Fuck the Homeless. Because the homeless need love too. Uh, The good thing about race wars is at least you know who your team is. How come the Irish never figured out vodka? Actually, I, I asked... An Irish guy that I told him the joke, and his uh, his fiance got really upset. Uh, she was Irish too, but he laughed, and then he was like, "Actually, there was a liqueur made from potatoes that was so popular in Ireland. It was called the pacha, and it was so popular that they had to make it illegal because people were dying. So that's true. Uh, you know, I don't think JFK gets enough credit." Uh, for putting fragments of his brain on the moon. Uh, I haven't had lobster in a while. And if you have had lobster recently, you're probably a piece of shit. So go fuck yourself. Uh, you know, I'm kind of satisfied with that. I feel warmer. Welcome everyone! Werewolves! Such charisma. Werewolves! I don't have any jokes about that, but that shit is crazy. That story's crazy. No, I thought, I thought there could be some punchlines there uh, with the werewolves. Oh, because, so that's a good idea. Well, no, you... So you did R-O-U-S, which is a deep cut to Princess Bride, and like I got that, but I don't think most people yeah. would know yeah. that no, it's, it's a deep It's a crazy story. Cut. I mean, I guess it's just a half-dog, half-wolf, but it looks so freaky. Right, so even that is funnier than what you did because you're talking about it like a conspiracy theory but you on the punchline you your punchlines were like it looked like uh oh yeah there's no punchlines right right, right. but the rous thing is a good place to go because it's i mean just mention the princess bride and it's fine I do, I do love william goldman and then you need one third thing after that like that it's like a half thing whatever it's so weird you just needed a third thing <laughs> just imagine it's dick it must have like such a dog dick like it's not like lipstick it's like all right hey hey I, 
Okay, I smell. All right, but uh, what do you I smell? like the werewolf thing, and at the dude, it's so crazy. Well, what what was fun about it at the end? You said, "Yeah, this inspires me," and so it's like this is like could be like part of a larger thing. It's like things that inspire me. I have a lot me. of conspiracy theories actually, but there's yeah. no punchlines. I just think about it. But I think that you are kind of the punchline if you think about it, because it's like this is inspires me. So it's it's like a look into you, look into your mind. Yeah. Uh, like so it's like these are things that inspire me, and you just tell a story about a werewolf. It's like that's cool. Because uh, then we know a little more I need about more information about this fuck. I'm so fascinated. And uh, another thing, uh, maybe explain the vodka thing. Because like, can't you make vodka from like grains or something? You make or, p- from potatoes. That's okay. the joke. Is that you I'm make sorry, vodka I'm, from potatoes and Irish people you, eat potatoes? I'm new to drinking, so just okay. I'm Irish. That's why I understand it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you could talk about at the end. Uh, I liked your. If you eat lobster or have eaten it recently, you're a piece of shit. So then go into like groups of lobster eaters. You're like, if you... Uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, you know, fuck pe- y'all. People who eat fuck it, People who eat it, uh, Sizzler, you know, pieces of shit, you know, and then like, you know, I think so. They have lobster, right? Uh, or you could be they, like... They have it in the commercial. I know what you're talking about. Just the tail, though. Yeah, or you could be like the military if you're an active duty. You get a, a Sunday lobster meal. At, like, they get a I lobster dinner every Sunday. So you could be like, you're a piece of shit. The military gets a lobster dinner every Sunday? Yeah. I love hating on the military. <laughs> <laughs> so you got groups of lobster eaters, I think. Is I like, feel during yeah. dinner. Also, from a historical context, lobster used to be poor people food. So... Cockroaches of the sea. Those are the days. Do you have to clean the shit out of them like shrimp? Yeah, you have. They have sacks, different like when you depending on how you cook them and kill them and what you do. I eat the sacks. Some of the some of the you you can eat the brain sack. Chef and the Little Mermaid, you're a piece of shit. Other everybody, World Cup man. World Cup man. Bye, World Cup man. Yeah. You're a nice comedian. Another funny lady. Uh, I'm excited to hear new jokes. Put your hands together for Natasha Venick. Is this the right one? Is there a wrong one? Good. Uh, I was thinking the other day about how uh, my ex used to stalk me on Snapchat a lot. I think it's kind of fucked up that he doesn't do that anymore. Kinda fucked up. Uh, you hear a lot about ghosting, and I feel like uh, you're always ghosted by the people you least expect to be ghosted by, you know? Like, I was seeing this guy, we traveled together, we went to Hawaii together, he introduced me to his friends, he introduced me to his family, like, it felt like it was a connection, and then I, like, never heard from my dad again. <laughs> Ever again, I'm like, was I too clingy? Was he seeing someone else? Was he just not that into me? Dads. Dads, dads, dads. Uh, as a youth, I had a diary, and I look back on it, and every entry started with Dear Dairy, D-A-I-R-I, and it kind of shows me my best friend's always been cheese. It's always been cheese. Um, I have a question, you guys. Uh, so my best friend, uh, she, uh, sent, she got her IUD taken out, and took a picture of it and sent it to her ex. Is that sexual harassment? 
Yes or no? I need to know. No? no? Good. Okay, because it's me. It's not my best friend. I did that. <laughs> I did that. The saddest part of that is I referred to myself as my best friend. <laughs> so now we know my two best friends are Cheese and myself. <laughs> Very sad. Very sad. All right. Um, uh, you guys might have heard that in 2011, the FDA said that uh, pizza counts as a vegetable at public schools. Pizza counts as a vegetable. And I'm like, oh my god, am I the FDA? Am I the FDA? Uh, a lot of people, we're going to talk about school shootings for a second, you guys. I know this isn't the right time, but I also don't know like when is the right time. Um, but uh, a lot of people think that America's got a problem with guns. I kind of think America's got a problem with children. <laughs> kind of think America's got a problem with children. Uh, I personally uh, would never have kids because uh, being around a kid uh, greatly increases my chances of getting shot. <laughs> like, I don't understand the NRA. The people who are like really pro-guns are the same people who are really anti-Planned Parenthood. And I don't understand. Like, if anything, Planned Parenthood's getting to their job faster, you know? Planned Parenthood's more efficient. It's nipping the problem in the bud, right? They're doing a four-hour work week on what the NRA is trying to do. And then recently, after those shootings, all the kids organized. Do you remember that? All the teenagers organized and had marches, and everyone in the NRA was like, the kids aren't doing it. There's no way the kids are organizing themselves. The kids are puppets. You know what I mean? When these kids are just organizing a march. But I listened to the radio yesterday and I found out that a kid who is currently attending the high school I attended 10 years ago, he's using 3D printers to build prosthetic arms. I can't work the printer in my own office. I think they can organize a march. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you. Natasha Vinick, yay! Yay! She has lots of really well I liked jokes, it. yay! That was solid. Uh, the dad joke was very funny to me, uh, the ghosting. And uh, it was really tight. I mean, uh, my only suggestion is, uh, and I guess, I don't know, this is my first workshop, but just, you know, uh, more an opinion about it, like an attitude, angry, or you love something, or that's emotion. <laughs> yeah, some kind of emotion. You know, have, I'm not trying to be slighting or, uh, a personality just like have a, an opinion about it through through how you say it that's all yeah. that's my only thing yeah go ahead anybody uh, I have stuff too so like I thought uh, that uh, dad joke daddy joke at the end was kind of funny maybe you could be like so I'm, I'm still looking for a daddy or something like that I don't know this is a funny tag to it or sugar daddy or something. Uh, I don't have anything like super specific, but the just I think the NRA versus Planned Parenthood thing is really good, and I feel like you could flush. What was that? Oh yeah, I think you could even flush it out even further. Like I think it's um, but I feel like there's like a lot there. That's like there's a really good like parallel there. Uh, I thought everything was super funny and really uh, tight and it's just adding things like with the Snapchat stalker in the beginning, I'm like, why do you want him to stalk you? I wanted like a little extra after that, like, because it was like, it's funny that you want him to stalk you, but like, why? 
would be even more funny. And I felt like you could bring Snapchat back around like that you sent your IUD picture on Snapchat to your ex-stalker. So now you're stalking him or trying to get him to stalk you back for whatever reason. And then with the school shootings, and I thought that had to do with pizza because you came off the pizza. And um, I think that the school shootings are more like a problem with school lunch. Of course, all the kids want to shoot because they're eating pizza as a vegetable. Uh, and then I thought when you said with the childish, the children shooting, you're more likely to get shot with pizza in your hand. I just thought like of extra things like because you said shot and it was very funny. But if you were like, I, you know, I don't want to be around kids because it's more likely that I'll get shot holding a piece of pizza in my hand. But then it's like that whole thing comes back around. I mean, if you want to talk about school lunches and mix school shootings together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be pissed if I had a shitty lunch, too. <laughs> All your jokes are just really solid. Very good. Yeah. Yay, everybody, it's Josh Avenic. Yay! She did. She had a bunch of solid jokes. It's like she's writing jokes at home. Yeah, there's different, you know, if you're listening at home and you're like, how do you do comedy? There's kind of two different uh, ways that people do it. They either actually write jokes and then go and practice them and work them and do that. And sometimes they do what's called writing on stage. And it's like, it's more hit or miss when you do it that way, right? Like sometimes you're like, oh, I was totally on and my personality carried it. And then you're like, did I tell any jokes? And can I repeat that in any meaningful way? So it's just interesting to see which, which way people come at it. Your next comedian, we're in a female rock block right now. Wow! Clap your hands together for Chloe Keister. Um, for people listening at home, I want them to know I'm wearing a hat and I'm pulling it off. I'm pulling it off. Um, my name is Chloe Keister. Keister means butt. Uh, and my initials are C-R-A-K, which if you know how to spell, that spells crack. And my parents, to this day, claim that they did a good job. Yeah. No, you didn't. Um, I think our reactions to screaming children are very dependent on the context. Like, oh, screaming children at the beach, they're having fun. Oh, screaming children at a restaurant, those parents are bad. Oh, screaming children in a basement, nice. Um, okay, so we all poop. We all poop. That's a unifying thing that we all do. Um, and I took a physio class recently and I learned some stuff about the digestive system, which is kind of fun. So your feces, while it's moving along the large intestine, basically sends signals to your body. It's like, get ready for me. I'm coming. But we have conscious control over pooping. Like we have a sphincter that we can close. So it's like we have a little Gandalf in our butthole that's like, you shall not pass. And so we don't poop. But your poop in reaction to the Gandalf is like, okay, I'll back up a bit. And it goes back up your large intestine. And I didn't realize how passive aggressive your poop is. It's like, oh, okay, you're not ready for me. I guess I'll just uh, go back up there. Uh, don't worry about me. You know, you just had a big lunch, whatever. I don't care. I'm just going to be here getting more water absorbed from me and becoming harder to pass over time. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Have fun on your dumb date. So poop's not good. Um, and then I wanted to tell you guys, did you guys know that orgasms in French, they call it le petit mort, which means the little death, which I think is very accurate because I want to kill dudes when they come too quickly. And that's all I had for you guys. Thank you. Chloe Keister. Yay. She hates screaming children. Woohoo. Yay. 
I hate screaming children too. Uh, I would add something about screaming children on the plane. The basement was very funny, but before that, because you, I mean, because if you've ever, I mean, that's where the real rage comes out. But I'd, I'd bring it up just one more before you hit it with basement because it's funny, but and it's super unexpected because you look like this very sweet person, and then you're like base. So the twist is there. I just do one more and get like really extreme on the plane because screaming babies on the plane are like, like, like throw them out the fucking plane, like, like you know. Let two children fly. Uh, but I thought that was very funny. Uh, I laughed at a couple of your punchlines. I enjoyed your set. Other people. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, there was a good suggestion about the screaming baby because that basement joke was killer. I like that a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was good. Maybe, you know, I wasn't looking up. So, you know, add some, you know, sinister smile or something to it. You know, like you roll your eyes, especially in the basement, you know, or that, that, you know, that's... Yeah, maybe creepy. I wouldn't call it creepy, but like, you know, it's fun, devious. You left a, left a kid in the basement. <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> so. And you kind of look like a modern day witch. You look like, uh, you look like, yeah, it's like, but um, who was the, it's not Clarissa explains it all, but there was a witch. Who was Sabrina, Sabrina the teenage witch. You're, you look, you're reminding me like modern day Sabrina the teenage witch. Just happenstantial. What was your second to last joke? Uh, the poop is funny. I don't remember what I was going to say about it, but for some reason that stuck with me the most. Um, all right, let me think about it. Why, um, why, does the, why is the poop being passive aggressive about you dating? That, the the oh, date thing, that was funny. Yeah, no, no, it's funny. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe other people have had that experience. Yeah, no, like, and then now, bodies. And then maybe, and that's the problem too, because then maybe you fart, and it's like honk at his wife for passage. You're like, this is the wrong. Yeah. But but I think yeah, that would be funny. He's like, here's my buddy, your, fart. But why is your like? I'm just wondering why is your poop passive aggressive against you? Like, why? What did you do to piss your poop off besides saying you shall not pass? Oh, like in addition. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you had yeah. something spicy. And maybe it comes back on the date kind uh-huh. of thing, or I don't know if it, it like, like returns at an inconvenient time. Right, right. Yeah. And it does. It always does. Well, thank you guys. Chloe Keister, everyone, yay! You cripple, you take away my time. You're an ex-comedian. He's a guy. You're gonna laugh at him. He's been giving great comments all night. Put your hands together for a ditch of shakar. some new stuff all right so uh, I'm a Hindu and uh, Hinduism is basically just like my escape hatch from Islamophobia right it's like when a white person fi- like the sigh of relief you get when you tell a white person you're a Hindu and not a Muslim it's like it's like when they find out the mole on their back isn't cancerous right it's like oh thank God it's just like dark and scary it's just the Hindu right like like Let's, let's face it, like, no one's scared of the guy that asks them to hold the beef on a Big Mac, right? Like, <laughs> no. A lot of people say that they're, like, they're really glad that they have God to fall back on in life, right? But the thing is, when you believe in one God, I feel like when you lean back, there's a pretty good chance God's not going to catch you, right? Like, they've got other stuff going on, right? Other people to catch. That's kind of the beauty with Hinduism, right? Like, with our millions of gods, right? Like, when I fall back on God one of them's gonna be free, right? Like, 
Um, odds are. <laughs> uh, and then we don't also don't have to deal with the whole, like, is God a he, she, they? Like, we got tons of representation, right? We got gay gods, trans gods, elephant gods. Like, we've got it all, right? Uh, what else? We can, oh, no. And the other best part about Hinduism is uh, reincarnation, right? Because I can pretty much claim anything about my past, right? Like, yeah, I've had a lot of sex, probably, <laughs> in like the first century <laughs> in my life as a rabbit. No. Um, and if that's not the case, then one of these lives, it's going to happen. Uh, and Hinduism is like the only religion where you can claim that you've earned your privilege, right? Like people say, do you realize how privilege, privileged you are to have been born in the U.S.? It's like, hey, I would just, I, in my previous life, I was a virgin cactus, all right? Like, I fucking earned this, all right? Uh, yeah. I, uh, I really wanted to be a basketball player as a kid. Uh, my parents really wanted me to become an amateur comedian, though, so uh, here I am. Uh, I, uh, people would always tell me, like, you know, don't worry, Michael Jordan got cut from his varsity basketball team as a freshman. Don't worry. Yeah, he was also not Indian and could digest milk, you know? Like, I don't know how that's helping me. Yeah, and you know, like, sure, that happened to Mike, but, like, when, yeah, we're on a first-name basis, obviously. No, uh, when... No, but when you get cut from like the co-ed rec league as a senior, like maybe you should worry a little bit, right? Or like at least work on those free throws, right? Do you know what it's like to get cut from a team whose only requirement is have fun, right? <laughs> like they're like, yeah, you are, <laughs> there's no way this was a pleasant experience for you. You should just, you should just go home. Yeah. I'm kind of done with all these like, oh, everyone started from somewhere stories, right? Like, did you know Usain Bolt couldn't even walk at one point? <laughs> Or do you know LeBron James? You know LeBron James was once the size of a basketball. <laughs> oh, I got the horn right. Okay, yeah, I'll just wrap it up there. I'll just wrap it up there. Oh, oh, I mean, oh okay, I'll keep going. Um, no, but I could kind of like basketball wasn't really for me as a kid, right? Like I, uh, I, I could kind of tell the cooler kids in high school were doing the more physical sports like football, wrestling, speech and debate, right? Like, hey, hey, those cross examinations could get rowdy, all right? Like. I got in a fight once, all right? And I threw multiple words, all right? No, um, no, but speech and debate left me with like lifelong skills, right? Like to this day, I'm very comfortable talking in front of others and very uncomfortable talking to women. It's like, it really just stayed with me. I participated in this event called Congress where we'd like, sim we'd simulate the US Congress, right? Where, so we basically just sit there and do nothing. It was like, really, uh, we really, very authentic. We had like a fake Paul Ryan, sexting scandals, non-sexting scandals, like the whole nine yards. All right, I'll wrap it up there. Thanks, guys. Yay, did ya? Woo! Boo, boo, boo. Uh, you don't have to raise your hand, darling. You just kind of, that's so cute. Uh, all right. I love the opening that uh, you're hand doing is escape hatch from Islamophobia, but I would rather you could just go, it's an escape hatch from Muslims. Islam just be more uh, disparaging but I know you're not that way but just to get the audience to go either laugh and if they laugh at it you can say oh you guys are motherfucking racist or something you know or something like that and uh, I, that's how I would approach that opener instead of saying Islamophobia kind of lets them off the hook if, mm. if you get what I'm saying something you have to try out in front okay. of people yeah, that yeah. don't know you okay. and uh, uh when you go about your gods in hindu religion she he they you know they're all the pronoun gods you guys wanted you know <laughs> right. is talking about the whole 
new pronoun thing. So that, that's all I got. Oh, oh, right, because of the trans god. Yeah. yeah, I thought in that section that all really what you need are just some specifics because that's what's going to make it really funny. Like name some of the gods and how they're weird. Not just that you have a trans god. You've got a god with two dicks, four boobs, and six arms. Uh, it's not even a trans god. We don't even we don't even have a word for that because that's or whatever. Like, but the more specific you get, like we've got a god and his hair's on fire, and uh, I don't I have no idea what your gods are. But the more weird specifics, the more we're gonna be totally on board with you. Okay. That. Cool. I would try being arrogant about your religion. I, I know you may not be, and it might be against your religion, but that might that would be really funny if you're okay. just real condescending toward the, the religions and how superior Hindu is. And, <laughs> you know, just uh, it's just an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the in the reincarnation too, the specific thing, the thing I laughed at was virgin cactus, and a lot of people laughed at that because it was a specific thing, but you could have a bunch of those. You okay. mentioned the rabbit, but like you were a field mouse, and then you were a virgin cactus, and then when can you yeah. be something those big? Like a, were hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? More examples, though. Just more examples. Uh, you could be a, a pimp rabbit, a virgin <laughs> cactus. Yeah. What was, the, what was the other one? I think those were the two field, examples yeah, gave, yeah. Brady says something about field mouse. What kind of oh, field mouse? Oh, yeah. Pam said You said a field mouse? I said field mouse, oh, but yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. We're high. <laughs> I thought um, the concepts overall are very funny. It was very fun. Um, ideas, past life, um, stuff like that. I think that for some of your deliveries with like the mole check, yeah. I think you kind of undercut it yourself when you were saying it. Like you didn't really think it was funny all okay. of a sudden. Yeah, and yeah. so I think if you just like power through, then okay. it would be better. But I just saw you undercutting yourself a okay. little bit. Yeah, overall, was, it's like you're funny. Just yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. I do that too. I'll try that. Jiggle a rabbit. Instead of a pimp rabbit, you're a jiggle rabbit. fucking <laughs> done. Uh, I thought overall your jokes are really solid. Uh, like every time you had like a setup punch, like um, your parents even just like they wanted you to grow up to be a an amateur comedian. That was funny. Uh, there, there's something in your beginning about the Hindu part. You were like, uh, oh, I have more than. Uh, one one god to fall back fall on. back on, yeah. and it, I think in Chris, Christians have something like I was walking and uh, there was only one set of footprints and how did I know mm. you were there yeah. with Jesus me? Maybe was carrying me. yeah, he was carrying you the whole time or something like that. And you're like, there was like maybe you could be like there was five thousand footprints or something like <laughs> you know it looked it looked like the beach or something. I don't know. And the the, the trust fall is a good example because that's a weird Christian thing people do where they're like let's do a trust fall and blah 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 and it's like but solid jokes man cool thanks I thought you had a really great set and then um, what was it the one where you said you got cut from your co-ed rec league that I remember last week that hit really hard Hmm. and then this week I think either you I think either rushed into it or something because like it's really funny Uh, like just the notion of getting cut from that and so I think either if you did it differently last week which I don't remember if you did do it I think that way will be more effective. Okay. And if you didn't, I guess just give it more time because it's a really funny line. Thanks. Yeah, I think I did it slightly differently last time. Thanks. Okay. Uh, the Hinduism gods thing was very funny, as oh. everyone said. Thanks. I feel like you could have compared it to San Francisco, like how Hinduism is like the San Francisco of religion, you know? Like we have all this, we have all that, maybe even more progressive than San Francisco. Right, right. Like yeah, that. I was thinking about, yeah, like we're like super forward thinking. Kind of thing. Totally. Like okay. Yeah, cool. very funny stuff. So. Yeah, thanks. Everybody clap wildly for Ditcha Shankar! This is how the joke workshop works! 
Um, thank you guys for holding fast. We have two more comedians. That's exciting. Also, don't forget to donate uh, two bucks to help keep the station alive. Yay. I wish we could sell something, but what are we going to, what are we going to fucking sell? I don't know. But thank you for donating. It really does keep the doors open and it makes a difference here uh, because rent in the mission's expensive. Yay. Uh, and every Friday, if you ever want to support the station, people out there in Radio Land, come to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It's 10 bucks. You're going to see great comedians that have been honing their craft here at Mutiny Radio and it's always a great time and it's a really fun way to, to give money to the station. Yay. Or just press that donate button on our website. That is really helpful too so your five dollars goes a long way your next comedian knows that he knows what five dollars can do put your hands together for brady hold yes i'm brady hold and uh say my name when i'm kind of nervous man has reddit turned me into a horrible person or is it just revealed what a horrible person i really am uh i'm not saying i'm on like 90% of porn subreddits, but I probably am. Look me up, user 420 Pussy Eater. I, uh, I'm Brady Hold. I, uh, is gay Twitter just called Glitter? Uh, I'll have to ask a friend. I had uh, another comedian. No, he was he's not a comic, he's a poet. And, uh, I go to a mixed mic sometimes, and he brought his yearbook, and he's like, Anybody wants to sign my yearbook, please feel free to sign it. And I wrote in there, Will, uh, I hope uh, we will be friends for a great summer. We'll be fags together. So, hope he calls me back. I uh, Curbs are just tiny sidewalks for, for living on the edge. Okay, Brady Holden. I uh, like to smoke a lot of weed uh, before I go to the gym because, like, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't like a jock in high school. You know, I was like a drama nerd, and so like, uh, you know, now I get to be a big dumb jock. I like go in there and like, <sighs> is this a, is this a plate? And like, they're like, sir, that's a dinner plate. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, I get to be a big dumb jock without having to have had all that trouble of having sex in high school. Okay, and there's, there's the best part. I uh, caught a sexually transmitted cold recently. I caught sniffleless. <laughs> sniffleless. Uh, pretty hold, open up notes. I, uh, uh, my, uh, my dad uh, had a midlife crisis uh, a few years ago. And I uh, became a hypnotherapist. And uh, you can find him uh, subsequently on Yelp because he has his own business as a hypnotherapist. And so uh, I went on there. And my dad, he's got some great reviews. They're all like five stars. He's like, Randy really helped me with my problems. Like, he's really good at getting to the root of the problem. And uh, I wanted to go on there and be like, this guy, because of this guy... I was stung by a bee as a sweet baby boy, and he, and he squoze the stinger, leaking the animal's venom into me instead of flicking it off and sparing me the problems of an anaphylactic attack from bee venom. That's right. Because of him, 
I'm allergic to bees. One star. Brady, hold. Uh, what else have I got going on? I got a whole minute. You know what I've learned from uh, running an open mic even just for a minute? Is uh, not everybody uses that whole minute. That uh, like you give them a minute and they're like, and they're like, oh, I'm out of here. Uh, I, I went to this uh, Mexican park and they had a tree in the center. It was a, a Cedar Chavez. Uh. <laughs> uh, all right, one more. Uh, these Zen techies, they're taking over. Why they put the calm in dot com. Okay, all right, all right I'm Brady Holden. All right, thank you. Pretty old, everyone. Pretty old, yay. What's your dad at the uh, Yelp review, instead of saying you wanted to, just say you did. I would go All straight right, yeah. to it. I, so I went on the Yelp and then go into that whole thing. One stars. I like how you end that. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, just say I did it. I've got... Um where the sidewalk ends could be a potential, um, you already talked, when you were just talking about the sidewalk, if you just said where the sidewalk ends, it's a Shel Silverstein book, and I don't know, just, it could be a, a reference, just, you you throw things around, it's a deep cut. And then I, when you said, I star, dollar, one star, I don't understand what you're talking about, one star, you're yelping, who are you yelping? My, my You're dad is a... your dad. I forgot. I, I got so confused because you were yelling and stuff. And maybe that's because I was dealing with the volume control on the microphone that I forgot in the middle of it that you were yelping your dad. So I don't know what that means, but take that for whatever it means. Uh, yeah, Natasha, go crazy. Uh, I'm going to go crazy. Uh, I really love the idea that your dad's a hypnotherapist and you're giving him Yelp reviews. And I feel like that B story, if you just like said that you wrote a Yelp review just saying like, he made me allergic to bees. Like you just cut straight to the thing. It'd be funny. And there are so many weird things you could do with like threatening your dad. If he like is a jerk, you're going to yeah. get a bad review or like, like each thing, like just go straight to like, yeah, just uh, he made me allergic to bees. Yeah. One star. Yeah. And you can like say I did a ton of Yelp reviews. Like he made it so I didn't get on the varsity team. He made it, like whatever. <laughs> dumb oh, shit, okay. That would know? make sense. Yeah. And you keep calling back to the concept that you're yelping him. Cause I really did get lost in your story. So, so my, my dad, did the it lost between the B story? So just go straight to it. That makes sense. Or, or but keep mentioning it throughout the. St- or uh, like Natasha was saying, is have multiple. Like make that one of them. But the reason yeah. they're all the different one star reviews you're giving him. Because you continue giving him one star reviews multiple times. Yeah. So I could just be like, uh, because of him, like I don't know. He made me. Eat spaghetti. I don't know marinara. Right now, yeah, now you're allergic to spaghetti. Now you now you crave spaghettios. Or you could even have it. You could have a yeah. weird tag where one of your friends actually gives him like four stars. He's like his morning pancakes were great. Four stars. Who the fuck wrote that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy's or, a traitor. Or all his good reviews are lying because he hypnotized him. <laughs> yeah, he's a hypnotherapist. Maybe he hypnotized you into. That could be the final one. And be like, yeah. you guys can trust my review because yeah. like. I've not been hypnotized by him. One yeah. star. And back to sexually transmitted colds, you know, calling them STCs. I don't know, you might want to play with that because I like your sniffleless joke. Thank you. 
Uh, maybe you can come up with a whole bunch of sexually transmitted cold. Oh, <laughs> like the, instead of like the AIDS, oh. like um, rhinovirus AIDS. I have no I idea. <laughs> it's like the new thing, sexually tr- transmitted cold. Something else for us to be afraid of. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> that's uh, not your dick coughing. That's actually you masturbating. That's semen. That's not snot. <laughs> That's not snot, that's <laughs> semen. Not snot, snot, that's semen. Right? See, it's got a cold. Your, t- your dick always seems to have a cold. Oh. You think it's sneezing all the time. That's not... It's, it's runny. Not snot, yeah. it's semen. Yeah. Leaky nose. It's a different... Sniffleless. Yeah. You can come up with cold medicine for your dick. Cold medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Things too. are getting wacky. Uh, I like to get wacky here, Bam. <laughs> yeah. uh, other other comments for the wacky Brady Holt. Anyone? Bueller. Bueller. Right, thank waka, you guys waka, so waka. much, Brady Holt. Everybody, Brady Holt. And the sky was made of amethyst. Yay! Are we all enjoying the whole day? Thank you for donating. Thank you. Yay! Your next comedian. What a lovely guy. Actually, he was a really fun and wonderful interview last Wednesday on Some Call Me Tim. You can find that podcast on our website at Some Call Me Tim. And he was a lot of fun to interview, and I learned a lot about him. And you guys are going to love him up right now. Clap your hands together for Lawrence Isbell. It's hard for me being in in an interracial relationship. My white wife, yeah, she's white. And I'm a black man because I have a beautiful black mama and a white daddy who wasn't in my life. The second reason I know I'm a black man is because my white wife's father has not spoken to her since he found out I was half black. It's okay. It's all right. But I love black women. It was, uh, I wanted to marry one at one time, but it was hard for me growing up on the south side of Chicago because people like Kenyatta were teasing me with some very cruel songs. My mama told me not to talk to that white boy. Oh, yeah. How the fuck are you going to make a Smokey Robinson and the Miracle song cruel like that? That's, that, is a, that is the most cruelest thing. Uh, but I, I'm glad. I, I love my white bride. I mean, she's uh, uh, from the South. She's a Southern belle. She's very congenial. And sometimes I think she's a black woman because she starts uh, to sleep at night with her fist and balled up, ready to fight a motherfucker because she's really angry right now. She's angry at you San Franciscans. She's not happy here. Um, You guys are rude. Again, yeah, she may have lost the war, but that doesn't make her a sore loser being from the South. So next time y'all see my bitch out in the street and she goes, hey, y'all say hi back, goddammit. Because if I have to lose my sugar mama and have to find myself a sugar daddy, there ain't no plan B for me the morning after. My ass is still going to (laughs) hurt. I'm not really doing it in my act, acting thing. Uh, Yeah, but uh, black women in the south side of Chicago, they they weren't into guys like me. They were kind of into guys like Wesley Snipes, most of New Edition, (laughs) and Tupac. I couldn't even pass for Al B. Shore. That yellow skin motherfucker. Yeah, I tried. Um, let me check my notes here. <laughs> I'm supposed to be performing. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. But I, yeah, I may look different on the outside, but I know who I am on the inside. Uh, 
I love being black and I love looking white. I got the best of both worlds, man. A big hard dick, a white woman with a job, <laughs> and and I don't work because that makes me the ultimate pimp. And it makes me the ultimate feminist. I know how that bitch likes her coffee in the morning. <laughs> but let me uh, go on another subject here. Um, I was over in Oakland the other day and I was trying to figure out who invited that big mountain mama from West Virginia to some barbecue in Oakland. You know who I'm talking about? Barbecue Becky? She's over there. Have you seen the video? Yeah. Who invited that big cornbread eating Mama June, Honey Boo Boo, Mountain Mama to that barbecue in Oakland? I know who invited her. Tyrone invited her because I know what Tyrone likes. He likes big white women from West Virginia who are Mountain Mamas who kind of look like Mama June and go by the name of Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, he was thinking BBQ Becky. No, he was thinking Big Beautiful Queen. (laughs) Yeah, and things just got out of control because Becky, Barbecue Becky just showed up and Tyrone wasn't there. And all she was there for was some ribs, some coleslaw, some chicken, and and, and some dick later. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I know these women from Mountain, uh, uh, West Virginia. They come over to my barbecue occasionally telling me my coals are too hot. And all they want is just some, you know, some potato salad, some fruit salad, some roasted barbecue chicken, and then a little dick later. There's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly normal. Um, let's see. What else I have written down here? Yeah, people say I should have an act. But uh, I come up here and I'll say some wild shit. That is my act. That's all I do. This ain't. This is uh, pretty hard. But I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Um Let's see. This has been fun. This is a good workshop. I like this. <laughs> uh, that's all I got, Pam. I'm going to give it back to Room. Uh, thank you all for listening. Lawrence Isbell, you stay up there. You stay up there. You stay up there. You. Yeah. And then we uh, have the comments. Feedback. Hey, everybody. That was Lawrence Isbell explaining racism <laughs> here at Mutiny Radio. I, I, I'm Lawrence Isbell. <laughs> So I was thinking for uh, when you're talking about your wife, uh, you're like you said like something like I know how to make that bitch's coffee or something like that. And right. Then maybe you could be like, uh, she's not a bitch. She's my bottom bitch or something like that. Okay. Because like that's like you know bottom bitch means you're half black anyway. So okay. Uh, then there was uh oh uh you're kind of getting into it with that mountain mama thing. Her coming into Oakland. Like I, yeah, like I don't know that, if that's dated. I no, I I I like that you're finding um, bits of the South in California, in SF, in Oakland, the Bay Area. Like that could be like you know, like uh, I didn't think there was mountain mamas, but here comes one being racist at the park or something. Like reminds me of home or something. And then go to how to like maybe maybe you could uh, like find uh, there because there's a lot of passive aggressive racism here in SF so right we were like, talking about that yeah you're like it's not it's not as hard as it was back home but <laughs> there, I'm finding little bits and pieces here and there or something like that or Dig little it. bits of the south in SF I appreciate that brother. yeah I don't know I didn't know how you got on barbecue Becky and the mountain mama I was like how did we get there was it because it's Memorial Day or I just didn't understand where the brain tag was yeah if you, if you give it a little context like Brady was saying is that that, that that would help make more sense for me because I was like, where did this come from? I, yeah, I appreciate that. That's good. Yeah, it worked the other night. I just, but I was in Oakland, so I guess that's. I was worried about it as being a regional kind of joke. Uh, you just have to give us a little context of like why 
like a little bit more about yeah, it racism I, I, I think or? i ended it with wanting to live in oakland and then i started about talking about oakland and i i just fucked that up my bad it's all good i mean sorry that's what we're here to work about. you can flog yeah. me later no no it's all good you should beat all comedians <laughs> you said um you think your girl is part black because she sleeps with her fist balled up yeah and because her 20s are already Tubman's. <laughs> I like that we're all in the 20s are Tubman's. I like that. That's dope. Yeah, they're going to make them Tubman's maybe yeah. in the future. <laughs> she ain't happy I'm real white. It. Someone explain it. Harriet Tubman's going to be on its $20 bill. Oh, she is? That's yeah, dope. That's dope. <laughs> 20s going to be Tubman's. I'm going to use that now. All right. Also, I have a theory that if you birth a black baby, like... Your womb's a little black, a little black. Oh, <laughs> wait. All right. If you birth a black baby. I like that. All right. I'm to to listen to playback. Wait, so you're saying like his wife has a black baby and one, he's like... One drop rule, one drop semen. Yeah, it's the one drop rule. White folks made that shit up. I didn't make that yeah. shit up. You so... Got- Wait, I know some t- some of your other material, you do like cuck material too. So maybe yeah. you could like bring it back. But like if my wife has a black baby, I know it's mine. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I'm working that out. Thank you though. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Everybody loves this racial stuff. I, I dig it. Okay, I'll just make it my material. <laughs> if Wesley Snipes starts crowning, you're in trouble, Doug. <laughs> well, I mean, but it, it only makes sense that if you're going to talk about your being from the South and stuff, that you don't look black. And like how that, even if you're making it up, but how it would behoove you. <laughs> Nigga, you to, look like my grandfather. All right. You just, I mean, I would never, unless you tell us, I would never... I would I would think you're like maybe maybe Peruvian right no maybe I, Pam don't don't feel embarrassed or shamed by that I, I get that all the time I look like somebody to everybody Spanish I, yeah, you know you look a lot that. like a Spain I like get, a Madrid I, yeah I cannot change who my birth parents are no 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 no. I'm just saying that it doesn't bother me to talk about it right and you should talk about it because it's really that's like you're what's what's happening right now too everyone's freaking out about racism for why like why are we all like that person's darker than that person and we're all freaked out seriously like I I don't want racial profiling it doesn't affect you so that's a good (laughs) thing because right right look like I could be a terrorist (laughs) Spanish terrorist yeah right <laughs> no you don't look you don't read Middle Eastern either oh my goodness I've been told that Did you ask those people in the south when fucking 9-11 happened jeez wheeze so if you're passing <laughs> do you have Dalazal jokes do I have what so jokes Rachel Dalazal jokes oh Rachel Dozer yeah, yeah. Rachel Dozer uh, Dozal I'm, yeah Dozal yeah I've not really thought about her I you know I, I thought it was hilarious but if that's what she feels like on the inside. That's what she feels well, like. Well, and I mean, I, there's a, there's a, right now she's a hot again because someone made like a documentary about her and put it on right, she's, fucking Netflix and it's like, oh, this is a thing now. And again. the food stamps Ooh, deal. Do. Yeah. Some food stamps, something she did. Also, yeah. she was arrested for welfare fraud. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Funny. Yeah. Wow. That can happen. Jesus Christ. Yeah. scary. Uh, yeah, I think it's great to acknowledge how, like, because, I, again, I wouldn't have registered you as black in the beginning, but I think what's very funny is when you say, like, I'm black enough so that my, my wife's father uh, could be upset, you know, or hates yes, me because... That's the truth. I wonder if there are, like, other ways that are similar, like, to that, that you could say, like, list off a bunch of them, because no, that was very I, funny. I, at the same time, I've had too much white privilege growing up, so it's like I did 
you know, I had the best of both worlds. So, yeah, but those are the two wake-up calls I had. Yeah. You know, knowing who my parents are and uh, her father rejecting. Totally. And he loved me at first. You know, yeah. He loved me until he until found, he found out. out you For were sure. part black. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So I try to bring it in my act. Racism is real. I'm black enough. I drank three-fifths and blacked out. <laughs> we're all... I think in the NBA, there's a huge conspiracy that um, like blacker players like Draymond Green get called for more technicals. I think that lighter players get less technicals. Yeah. (laughs) That's because I'm an insane person. (laughs) No, you got to keep the audience happy. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's what we want. Uh, Any more comments for Lawrence Isbell? Nope. Yay. Clap wildly. Yay. Lawrence Isbell. Yay. We have one last comedian, you guys. Please stick around for our last comedian. It's been a really fun show tonight since everyone's been paying attention. So uh, give your last comedian that attention as well. He's back from his, what's it called? What's it when you're over there? The East, East Coast Tour. Uh, and he's back here in San Francisco. Hey, everybody. Max Moachanin. Yeah. What's she asking tonight? Thank you, everybody. That was exciting. I'm excited to be back, obviously. Uh, is nobody like watching the game right now, or is anybody? Thirty-nine forty-eight. Who's winning? Okay, good. I'm gonna admit it. I'm rooting for the Rockets, <laughs> and then I'm rooting for the Cavs to beat the Rockets. So no one's gonna laugh at any of my jokes now, huh? How's that? <laughs> That's a bad, bad start. Yeah, I was, I was gone a while. I, I stayed at my sister's house for a couple of days in L.A. Uh, she has fruit flies, so we spent a lot of time like trying to catch them. And then it dawned on me, like, fruit flies are like the adult version of bubbles. But, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> but they're not as fun, and uh, nobody wants to blow a fruit fly. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a sex joke, Pam. Are you proud of me? I finally, finally did one, and I feel like <laughs> I felt, felt all right, you know? I, uh, okay. I, I took a lot of trains while I was on my trip, uh, and it got me thinking, like, why, do, why does the conductor punch so many holes in your ticket? You know, like, you give him your ticket and there's, like, paper flying all over the place. It's like, is he checking my ticket or doing an arts and crafts project? It's like, you better hand me back my ticket stub and a paper mache balloon or I'm going to be disappointed. And uh, <laughs> paper mache, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's the punchline. That's where it, it really connects, I think. And it also makes a lot of noise, like, like, click, 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 click. It's like, hey, buddy, I know that it's only two stops. Like, you don't have to try to communicate that to me in Morse code. <laughs> All right, I can't tell. <laughs> All right, well, I got one fan. It's good to, it's good to be back here, you know. Uh, I, there's a, uh, next to the train station in L.A., there's a gentleman's club called Deja Vu. And I feel like the, uh, you, you've probably been there. <laughs> I feel like that's a perfect name for a strip club because all like everyone who goes there regularly is probably like, hey, you know, I, I feel like I've been here before. That's crazy, right? Like, what's that? <laughs> okay, no, that's uh, I appreciate it actually. <laughs> that's uh, you're all I got today. Um, yeah, and, and why do they call it a gentleman's club? I feel like a gentleman's club sounds like something you would use to hit a golf ball. <laughs> and I feel like the things. <laughs> I feel like the things you use to hit a golf ball sound like something you would get at a strip club. Like, hey, she's hot. I feel like about to get a three wood right now. There's <laughs> sex joke number two, Pam. I'm just, I just became, I, I was corrupted on my trip. I, uh, I took a train down to where I grew up in San Diego and I went like for a run and I ran by a used bookstore and I like had to stop and go in. Like I, I treat a used bookstore the way a pervert would treat a whorehouse. Like I see it and I'm just like, I gotta go, I gotta go inside and check it out, you know, like 
everything might be used and a little worn out, but it's cheaper and it does the trick, you know? No. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what else? Um, oh, yeah. So I, I do like traveling. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I went to Iceland and I flew Wow Airlines, which is like a discount airline. So they don't they don't do anything for you. They don't give you water or like pretzels or anything. They're like they're almost like annoyed with that you even came on their flight. You know, like you know if you fly like another airline, they're like, "Thank you for flying Delta." They're just like, "Why did you fly Wow?" You know, but uh, but it's cheap. So like you look at the prices and you're like, "Wow, all right, I guess uh, I guess that's why they call it Wow." Am I right? Uh, so I. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I, f I buy my ticket. I fly to Iceland. And when I got there, I found out that they lost my bag. And I was like, wow. Like, good job. Yeah, now I know why they call it wow. It's uh, it's pronounced sarcastically. That's really the only airline you can pronounce sarcastically. You know, you couldn't be like Southwest. <laughs> I'd be like, why Why did you say it that way? Are you, are you implying that we're a different direction? I'd be like, well, I am about to fly from L.A. to D.C., whatever direction that is, you know. But it's a round-trip flight, so catch me on the way back. I might pronounce it differently. And all right, I'll, I'll end on that then. Thanks, thanks for sticking around, everybody. Yay! Matt's Never laugh on and never leave on a laugh. That's good. Uh, yay! That was like almost all new jokes. Yay! Yay, sex jokes. Yay, the bonus uh, joke was fun. You said something about fruit flies. Um, you know, I don't know much about fruit flies, but I know they live for three days, so. Maybe you could be like, they, they want to have sex for three days. I'm not sure. Uh, and you mentioned, like, that club, that Deja Vu. Um, it reminds me of, like, uh, The Matrix. When they're like, there's a glitch in The Matrix. You know, you could be like... Uh, I went there and it meant, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, and uh, the pronunciation part, I felt was like the real punchline of that wow joke. Uh, okay. And uh, like, if you're, if you just like, you know, like I immediately figured out it was, it was the pronunciation. Wow. And then like, you could go into all the wows of what it was like, of everything there. Like, like you call this the chicken dinner. Wow. Or whatever. It could be like a recurring, recurring punchline kind of thing. Who loves travel jokes? <laughs> I like the uh, the the sex joke commentary. I feel like you could do you could do that through your whole set. Like, look out! I've got some flaming hot sex jokes coming at you. Just dripping wet sex coming right at you. It's only funny because he never does. He that's this is the first time here, at least, that he's ever done a dirty joke ever. So he usually works clean. I uh, enjoyed the train conductor with the train ticket puncher and the clicking and the Morse code. I enjoyed all that creativeness uh, building this train ticket ride. I thought that was hilarious. And I thought the fruit flies was hilarious. Uh, I even enjoyed the bookstore joke, which, you know, the sex joke with the golf club uh, blowing a fruit fly. But uh, I don't know if that's in your personality or not because Pam says you work clean, but I you know, I really enjoyed uh, the used bookstore compared to a whorehouse. And I was just thinking, I wrote down, spent the same amount of money at both as, as a punchline. You know, it's funny how I spent the same amount of money at both of them. Uh, well, you know? it, was, it was cute it, how you used the word trick. I wrote a smiley face next to that. 
Because okay. you trick? turned tricks as a whore, and at the end, yeah. you just you were just playing with words, and it was cute that you used the word trick because it just added to it. But I enjoyed that one. I don't like bookmarks. I like my books dog-eared style. <laughs> dog-eared style. Wow. Uh, the train conductor with arts and crafts was fun. I feel like you could have like pulled in a Michaels reference, like, oh, is this a one-way trip to Michaels? You know, like some other arts and crafts store thing. I really loved all the wow bits. I think I wasn't clear on exactly what was going on at the end with the Southwest jokes. Like, I got that we were going somewhere, but I didn't get it. And it could be because I'm stupid, but I also think uh, maybe you can like really serve it up for us more clearly. Uh, make it clearer, basically. Yeah. Okay. That makes totally. Sense. Thank you. Also, with the train conductor, you could go farther that after arts and crafts times that it's like confetti. There's going to be some celebration, some birthday celebration. I don't know what you use confetti for. Okay. And um, yeah. the the gentlemen's club was great, and that all worked. And I felt like you could go even farther with that about like. Or you, once you do the funny joke about the penis with the hard dick, whatever, whacker in the head like a caveman. I thought gentlemen's club. It could be, just it's just be an extra tag because you're already like, after the whacker in the well, whatever. Gotcha. Uh, I just noticed something. You've got like a a plane joke and a train joke. Uh, you should get a car joke and uh, <laughs> round out with, with an automobile. You're like, and then you can meta it and be like, in case you haven't noticed, I've done a planes, trains, and automobiles joke. You know, or I don't know, maybe not. Commenting on your own set. Any other comments? Wow. 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 Yeah. Everybody clap wildly for Max Mawchanin. Yay! Yay! That was Joke Workshop. Well, everybody, that was the joke workshop, and it looks like um, everyone can go watch the second half of the, the game if they'd like to. Um, yeah, I mean, go Warriors. I just, I, the only joke that I'm working on, the only joke that I'm working on is about that I'm just, I have such white lady problems that I can no longer rejoice. Even if the Warriors win, I don't really care that much because I can't rejoice in their in their prowess, and I can't rejoice in anything like positive. I can only rejoice in other people's failure. And uh, LeBron won last night, so I'm just so sad. I just don't even care about the finals because I, in nine years, nine years he gets to be in the finals in a row, and I just, I, I only rejoice in failure and not anyways so i'm very sad that it's not a joke there yet but maybe it's about my white lady privilege uh white lady privilege jokes that's funny because like you could be like uh put that on a whole list of things like i went to whole foods and they're out of rosé right or, right 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 they were out of know. foie gras i really like that pate with the goose liver mousse uh, and lobster, it's delicious. And it's only $9.99 a pound live at SunFat. And they take food stamps still. Fuck you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being at the Joke Workshop. Bye. Guess. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just cram full of cannabis energy. 
There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. 
They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone kept positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> 
everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the weekly review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Mr. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Roxy rolling in the house, doing the uh, 259 dash across town, working hard on. Oh, let's get this shit. Shut, shut. Where's this shit? Okay, thank you. All right. Well, we're here with the uh, Saturday edition. As always, it's a Saturday edition, I imagine. <sighs> so we did it. You know, uh, it was one of those things, you know, you can't wake up in San Francisco. It's the city of the damned. It's a city of uh, dreams that never end. The nightmare you never wake up from. <sighs> no, I'm feeling good today. So we're, we're here. We're queer. We're used to it. I've got this cable again I said I wasn't going to use because it crackles, snaps, and pops. Uh, the number over here is 415-550-0511. The address here is 2781 21st Street at Florida. You know I keep an open-door policy. If you guys want to come down and watch the show live, 
heckle or, or throw to, bring some tomatoes, some eggs, throw them at me, but don't, then you're going to have to clean it up. If you throw it at me, you're going to have to clean up the mess. It's just the way of the world. You know, you got to just be responsible, accountable for your own bullshit in life. So I'm accountable for my bullshit this morning. I slept late. You know, we walked all the way over to Noe Valley last night. It was like kind of raining and cold. We had some friends, went, had some foe that was like, fuh, so hot. It just burned my butthole on the way out, but it was burning my mouth on the way in, which was even worse because I couldn't eat shit. So I had to order like a whole other plate of noodles. They charged me like 12 bucks for like noodles on the side because like everything costs a million dollars here in San Francisco, right? A million and one dollars. So we ate up a couple minutes, you know, we were doing, we were racing over here, you know, we woke up at 245, I'm not going to lie, that was alright, 245 is not that bad, you can imagine like you wake up at 345, then you'd really be fucked, right? So I got great music for you today, today we're going to be doing glam rock, now we're not going to be doing glam rock like uh, Cinderella, Poison, uh, I guess you can call Bon Jovi glam rock, that butt rock. No 80s shit. We're not going to play anything from the 80s. Just the 70s, the original wave. There might be like one thing that was from the 60s. I can't promise you one way or another. I can't. Well, I'm going to have to probably just go straight to the phone. I'm going to do stuff off my phone, and then we're going to go. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a, a piss. <laughs> and we're going to go, because, you know, I drink coffee. We're trying to do this. We're like, we're all like stressing out, you know, just trying to get over here so we, we do the show the way we want to do it for you people. So what are we going to do first? But I got some great music, got obscure things, and I've got some three song blocks from some established artists such as Roxy Music. We got fucking T-Rex. We got Bowie. We got... um a lot of bands like that. Gary Glitter, I know. I know. I know. You know what? Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll skip the Gary Glitter. That's what I heard. I don't know. Gary Glitter, what happened with that guy? You know, he was like, do you want to touch me there? I don't know if I do, really. I mean, is what's, what, what, what's gonna, where are you going to touch me, right? You say, oh, God. Gary Glitter, why? And then you got, you know, what's funny is that Gary Glitter, because of like his image, is, uh, you know, really kind of maligned as maybe he should be. I, I think that they found... You know, when you bring your computer into some guy and then you got a bunch of child porn, hey, it's going to come up and bite you in the ass. You know, we, we can't just like worry about that shit. The glam boys generally were probably fucking having sex with, and we've got some New York dolls, you know, I mean, I've got some great glam and I've got some really obscure glam that's going to be like, just really rock you guys socks. If you love glam, if you love rock and roll, you love Roxy roll. <laughs> it's like two. And then we're going to like, after this, I go to get to go straight over to. Eyes Like Ice Rehearsal, which is with Danny Canope from the band uh, Roadside Memorial. We got a new band. We got Cameron Landers from the band uh, Eyesores on drums. He was also in Rock and Roll Villain Society. That was Radio Star SF before that with Jay Schuyler. Um, and then we're going to have, oh, yeah, this is the, this is so I don't even get a break here. I go from basically rolling out of my bed. I'm wearing a T-Rex shirt, you know, just in case you guys want the visuals. We're going to try to actually, you guys keep it, keep it cool here. Check out, if you're on my Facebook, we're going to try to get Facebook Live and have part of the show up on Facebook Live right today. So you're going to get to see Mutiny Radio. If you've never been down here, you're going to get to see the station. And, uh, you know, we're going to get that punched up. Oh, God. And then we're going to have Kay Dolores from the band Suicide Queen, I think, going to be sitting in with... Uh, ice like ice. So this is a very exciting day. This is like this is like a super group. This is a titan group. You know, me, Danny, and, and Kay on the same stage. That sounds like about just. I can't even imagine how sexy that's going to get. 
But I, I kind of can't imagine how sexy it is. It's going to be hella sexy, right? You know, you know, you know how it goes. You know, when you're sexy, you might as well just flex. I think we're going to have Kelly Gordon coming in here. We're going to have Albert Felix. And uh, Danny Knope's arch nemesis. Uh, he thinks Danny's kind of butt rock, you know. I don't know what his issue with Danny is. Danny's a good guy. He's crazy like me uh, and you. If you're listening to the show, you got to be crazy, right? Okay. Well, now that we got that established, we're going to have the lovely, the talented Barbara Coke. The, uh, the sheath for my knife. Uh, the love gun. Okay, we go, since we got there, we, we're feeling good about that. You know, I'm just going to go straight to this computer while I talk to you. I'm, I'm multitasking now, you know, because I don't give a fuck. You know, you, you want to you wanna like it? There she is, the lovely, the talented Barbara Coke. She's got, uh, she, she's the, like I said, she's the sheath to my knife. Uh, the, uh, oh, that good. Yeah, she does sound good, doesn't it? Why don't you help me out here? Make yourself useful. No, um, I'm going to do, let's see, updates ready to install. Just Apple, first of all, let's start there. Because, you know, like... Even though I just got pelted with this. Yeah, you go ahead and you do some tech shit here. No, that's cool. Can you punch up? No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Hey, uh, so she's going to get settled. I got to take a piss like a motherfucker because, you know, I just, I don't even know what to do here. What should we punch up? We should punch up something. But, you know, the updates from Apple. Like, what's up with that? And then we also have the scandal that happened with YouTube where, uh, no, not YouTube, but Facebook, where they were basically stealing a lot of information from a lot of people, which is totally uncool. Like, what's wrong with you people? Like, we, you know, the information's out there. Nobody has to feel like you're being invaded just because you're using social media. You know, like, this is something that's supposed to be fun. It's something supposed to be there for us, not for them. Obviously, the reptilians, the Scientologists, the Illuminati are, are, are alive and well. And they're just basically invading your personal space. And at the same time, what happens when they do it? Nothing What's going to do? Does anybody lost their job or like, so they know what you're doing. So what? Like, what are you going to do? Whine about it? Cry about it? If you want to go crawl under a rock and just stay there. Because really like in, in a sense, if you're worried about the new world order, if you're worried about what's coming out in these modern times, you really are. It's like, it's like going into the fear. If you're worried about it, you're, you're basically, they prey on fear. If, uh, fear. if you know fear, you know doom. And you're doomed. You basically have to be fearless and just say, you know what? Go ahead. Go, just gather the information. Just eat it up, you little assholes. And then basically you're free. You don't even have to worry about it because after that, it doesn't really matter. They're not going to do shit. What are they going to do to you? What, are they going to eat your asshole? I mean, like, really? Nothing's going to happen. Now I could play some Todd Rundgren here because he was kind of clammed for five seconds, you know? I don't know. I'm just kind of like trying to do two, three things at once. Let's see. We're going to punch up a song so I can do, go take a piss because, you know, you guys can feel my teeth are swimming over here. Okay. Teardrop explodes. Tammy Wynette. I'm just going down the list. T-Rex. Here's T-Rex. We can start with T-Rex. I already got some T-Rex planned, so I'm going to do something a little different. Susie Quattro. Let's go there. You can open up with Susie Quattro every day of the week and it will work, in my opinion. Susie Quattro was one of the great rockers. You know, she got... Shanghaied into a career move that you almost couldn't blame her for doing, right? The mainstream, happy days. At the same time, it's like it kind of sucked, you know, when she was on there. She made a fool of herself and just kind of like uh, basically made herself not invalidated her, her, her street cred. There's a great song called 48 Crash. And I'm just going to play this motherfucker cause I, I, just because I can. Let me see if I can find the cable here. It's, uh, let's roll down here. Let's do it. <laughs> From the depths of the world, from the depths of the vagina of rock. And uh, you know what? Um, 
What's not a crime? What we're going to say? Finger banging is not a crime. Neither is uh, uh, wanking on your wiener. You know, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to stop you. It's your penis. So, uh, uh, speaking of penises, uh, we're going to speak, uh, I don't know, Tony Braxton. How did I get there? That's not cool. No bone. Well, we got Russian roulette. Uh, you know, we're, we're lords in the new church glam. In some ways they were, right? I mean, in some ways, right? They were goth and they were glam. They were really a unique band among bands. But we're going to do this. We're going to go can the can. Roxy Roller. She did the song Roxy Roller. Should we start there? Yeah. Okay, we're going to go with the Susie Quattro version of Roxy Roller. We got the, the, those things up. We're ready to go. I'm going to play this. I'm going to take a piss, and then we're going to punch up my set list, which is so exciting. We got some. We got Brett Smiley. We've got uh, bands that I've never even heard of. And in fact, I really don't even know what I'm going to be playing yet because I haven't even heard the songs. I, I picked out a bunch of stuff. No I, I, no, I heard it. I heard it. It was great. It was so great. And it's real glam. So uh, what else is going on? You know, just, I, I, just, I feel like I've got to just touch on this again. We're going to have, uh, as far as our guest today, we're going to have Albert Felix from the uh, Bat Cave Society. He's also uh, in my partner in Vampire Radio, which will be on the first of this month. Hopefully, we're going to have a band this week, because I really want to have somebody. We're thinking about doing the Eyesores. They have a show afterwards at the Stork that night. Oh, and tonight, I want to talk about one show. There's Andreas Lopez, the very extremely handsome, the extremely talented Andreas Lopez. Uh, he was in a lot of bands, okay? He was in letter form. Uh, Kelly Gordon had to go to the bank. I wonder why. I think he wants to uh, pay me for my sexual services. Uh, well, yeah, you'll get none and you'll like it, pal. Okay, where are we going here? Let's turn this shit up. I don't got nothing going on. What's going on here? And it had... That's not it. Building. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Okay, so we got nothing going on. It's, it's plugged in. Nothing's happening. This sucks. Okay, what we're going to do is... Uh, first of all, we're going to turn off the uh, nighttime playlist because this is what you guys have to listen to when we have no DJs here. And uh, I, I feel sorry for you. If, you, if, you, if you're listening to, uh, if you don't have a live DJ at, at Mutiny, you can still listen. I mean, I'm not going to stop you, but, you know, try to get it. Well, get out of here. Get, get, just, just go. Okay? We're not going to worry about this. We're going to go straight to YouTube. And we're going to, oh, you know what? We'll just punch up a song, and then we'll just go to the rest of it. Bar, I got to piss so bad. Uh, but you gotta hurry up in there. Okay. I'm just going to punch up a song. What song do you guys want to hear? What, what, what defines glam for you? Well, what is glam? Because glam was like kind of this thing about androgyny, which like is a term that nobody actually even brings up anymore. And it's kind of a shame. I don't know. I'm going to punch up something just out of the blue. Uh, I don't know what, but I'm going to do it. Maybe we should do Hanoi Rock. Let me, I'll, I'll punch up Susie Quattro. It'll work. Okay, here we go. Susie Quattro is being punched up. Okay, here we go. We're searching it. Susie Quattro, there she is. We got Can the Can. We got, uh, oh, Can the Can's cool. I just got to piss so bad. Come on, Bar, get the fuck out of there. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to play some uh, Susie Quattro. I'm going to shut the fuck up for five minutes, and then we're going to work our shit out. You know what I mean? We're going to work it out real good. Okay, Bar, I'm about to piss my pants. Get the fuck out of there. Do it. Goddamn, girl, I'm going to lose my mind. Yes, I got to go. I'm doing it. Hear that?
that's just great. I just signed out, so we just that's that's that just ended. You know what? It's like it was not a blip in the radar. Oh God, please, just let's let this end. Red Mercury retrograde is in full effect here, and I'm about to puke in my mouth. You know, I'm just about over this shit before it even started, right? Okay, I gotta turn this shit off because it's gonna make me throw up. You know, like like Susie Quattro kind of sucked part of the time. You know, let's 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 face it. She did kind of. I can't even make this thing work. There's not enough room. I didn't even have any breakfast. Okay, here we go. We're gonna, we're, everything's gonna work though. Here we go. Devil Gate Drive. Right. Devil Gate Drive. Devil Gate Drive. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Welcome. I'm so not right. I'm so over it. Like this I'm just about to snap. I'm about to snap. You know, like this is like not working. Here, let's go this way. If you're not listening to this and there's any problems, you're not listening to the Roxy Roller Show. Now we're in. Somebody keeps flipping these switches, you know, fucking my shit up. Not happy about it at all. Okay, where are we at? 48 crash. That's cool. Devil Gate Drive, right? Now we're back at Devil Gate Drive. This is great. You know what? I'm going to stop the Susie Quattro bleeding right now. We're just going to go there. Oh, God. This is cool. You know, the original Quattro band was like fucking legit cats. I thought it was really cool the way they did that. You know, like she had like some really great musicians backing her up. Uh, and like I said, she went up to the Happy Days thing in the middle of the 70s. You know, like the, the glam revolution was kind of ending. And like that was it. So we got enough Susie and the Quattro in to last a lifetime, I think. I'll never play her again because uh, I just wore it out right just then and there. So now we're up and we're ready to roll. And we, you know what? It's 422. And if you ain't smoking weed, you better smoke some weed because you're about to hear some great music. Uh, have yourself a nice adult beverage. Um, you know, we're just doing the best we can. You know, I got to go straight from here into the next session, which I'm not fucking happy at all about. You know, that'd be like my friend Kelly said, I was, should be in here uh, shortly. He said, uh, you know, uh, that's a great problem to have, you know, when you just got a lot going on in your life. And I say, that's great if, if you can actually cover it all, if you physically feel well. You know, city people have been sick for a long time. 
Now, uh, hey, if you want to come down here to Muni Radio, they've got uh, the, the work of Jenner Davis. She, she did a photo session for Meat Hook and the Vital Organs back in the day, which turned out pretty fucking good. It wasn't, you know, it was like we didn't have the best lighting. And, you know, lighting is really important in photography. So, you know, where are we going to go? We're going to start off, you know, I, I think I'm just going to go straight to T-Rex. You know, like, where are you going to go? I have the shirt on today, so I'm, I'm rocking. I'm representing. We're going to go with 20th Century Boy, and we'll take it from there. It's not even like you know what I can't even get it in the beginning of the song. You know what? This is like this is just so counterproductive here. You know I just really ready just like Mercury retrograde can suck my fucking left nutsack. Okay, we're gonna just start it again. You know I'm not gonna let it, I'm not gonna go to another song just because we heard a little bit. We're gonna go straight to the top. Everything like let's take a deep breath together. Collective. <sighs> now touch yourself wherever you make me feel a little bit better. For me, it's in, in my right ankle. I don't know why. I have a look just like it's, like it's my safe spot. It's my it's my happy place. And I'm going to just go ahead and do it. Here we go. I'm going to hit play. And we're going to go straight forward into a totally professional, totally amazing show. <laughs> and it's going to be so good that you're going to be crying with delight. And, I, you know, when you're crying with delight, that means that you're really fucking happy. Okay, I'm going to smoke some weed in the meantime just to cool out. 20th Century Boy, T-Rex.
That was cool. You know, maybe we'll do a little bit more uh, Gary Glitter here. This original rock and roll part one. You know, she's like, you don't hear that much. They usually do for sporting events. It's rock and roll part two. So we're going to do like a two-song block with there. With T-Rex, we started out. And we're going to go to Gary Glitter. We're going to mix it up. We're going to kind of bounce around a little bit. So just dig this. Like, I haven't even heard this that many times. But I remember it. But, I, but it's not like one of those songs I heard a million times. So dig on this Gary Glitter. And uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. so good we're gonna go ahead and just uh go straight to it you know what i'm gonna go on facebook live now we're gonna do this create live broadcast let's just do this we're just gonna do it let's go go live all right we're live so everybody check it out we're alive on the air so if you guys want to check this shit out we're doing it we're doing keeping it real I don't know. We're here with uh, Rock and Roll with uh, Gary Glitter. So everybody who wants to check this shit out, you know, we're live in the studio. And we're listening to uh, Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2. I think we're going to do a fade on this, right? We've heard enough Gary Glitter. What do you guys think? Must smoke some weed. You know, I, I don't give a fuck. Mm, delicious weed. I love weed. I got my T-Rex shirt here. If anybody's not to check that shit out. Rock and roll, yeah. 
you know, we're going to just, uh, we're checking it out. Hey, Russell, what's up, dude? Russell breeding up uh, on the air and checking this shit out. You know, we got a lot of fucking great songs going to come uh, there here. We got the glam happening. This is the first time getting to see Mutiny Radio here. You can see a little bit of it. We got the records. We got Jesus behind me. It's all right. Hey, I don't worry about Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love you, Russell. And, uh, you know, everybody just kind of like, what kind of glam did I not play or should I play that you guys want to hear? I'm not saying that I didn't get all the glam that you could possibly ever want, but we've got some great stuff. And we got here, like, check it out. This is kind of cool. Rock and roll. You know, it's kind of funny, like, when I think about sporting events. Uh, okay, you know, I've got the music in the headphones. Let's see if you guys got it out with the headphones off. Shit. We're going to go turn the music up so you can hear the music with the, uh, with the bullshit. So everybody keep it here. Keep it real. Hey, uh, Tony Twin Joint. Thank you. Everybody coming in. Russell Allen. Hey, what's up, buddy? It's cool. You know, we're here on the air. We're playing Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2. Everybody go over to Mutiny Radio on your computer. Um, it's, wow, this stuff's loud. I'm going to turn this down. Where my headphones at? Where are my goddamn headphones at? Turn that shit down. Goddamn boy. Oh, there we go. Okay, so if you guys aren't listening to the show live, it's over there at the www.pcrcollective.org. Listen to it on your computer because for some reason the, the signal's not as loud seemingly or working uh, when um, you try it on your phone. We're going to turn this back shit back up because I got to hear the music and feel it. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, there it is. Oh, nice. And so, hey, we're just doing the show here live. This is Mutiny Radio. We got Jesus. We got a brown boss body bag, and we got the clock on the wall telling us we got about an hour and a half of rock and roll glam rock coming your way. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be fun. And I'm excited about it. You know, I've got a lot of obscure things happening here. You know what? Gary Glitter. I think we heard enough Gary Glitter, right? I mean, Gary Glitter just, you know, what was what was his deal anyway? God damn. 